Spencer all those up, Swindon fans. But you're not there yet. In it goes! Oh, it's gone in! Richard left foot in! What a volley! It's the stuff of champions! It's the stuff of dreams! And Donate races it on goal, and Donate! 3-0! Snake from Tompkins. What a goal from Glenn Murray. He's hardly had a touch. On he'll go. Michael Smith. Into what he's Hello and welcome to episode 88 of Together, a Brighton and Nova Albion podcast. My name is Josh. And we don't have a great deal of uh, exciting match analysis to do this week. Uh, This is recorded shortly after the Newcastle game, of course, on July 20th. Um, It's the hottest day of the year so far in Charlotte. And uh, I bought a new air conditioning unit, indoor and outdoor, all of it, the whole thing, brand new. And within seven days, it's broken. So I'm currently recording in a very hot office very unhappy about it but there you go there's not much i can do about it um big announcement uh for the podcast i will be re i will be undergoing a rebrand next week um so i will be making a slight change only a slight change to the name um we will be getting a brand new logo we will be getting a brand new uh intro we will be getting um yeah everything new I think it's overdue. I think that this logo has a uh, shelf life of once per season and I can't be bothered to keep changing it. So we're going to something more permanent. Um, And I think that the new name change will be something that everybody will agree is by far and away the better choice. Um, Rolls off the tongue a lot better. And um, there's going to be new content on the horizon. Um, This podcast will continue to be exactly what it always has been. Um, Nothing will change in terms of this show being how it is. Um, Nothing of my content is going to be kind of uh, in terms of like if I was to do any extra episodes or anything like that, they'll all be available same as usual. Um, But I'm currently working on a couple of ideas of just adding extra things for the show. Um, So we shall see what they look like in the coming weeks uh, in the off season. Um, But other than that, uh, definitely get excited about it. It's fun. I'm excited about it. You're probably just not really that bothered, but thought I'd talk about it. Um, Something to be excited about, though, uh, is something that Graham Potter said two days ago. Um, Twitter bingo is well underway um, in terms of Ben White moving to Leeds United. There is a very handy bingo card out there if you want to get a hold of it on Twitter and probably Instagram. It will be on there too. Um, In terms of the Leeds United fans being convinced... Uh, that Ben White will be a Leeds United player next year. Uh, Well, Graham Potter went on very, very firmly to say that he is very, very keen. He can't wait to work with Ben White. Um, He's been on loan with Leeds. He's contracted to us and he's our player. He is absolutely part of our plans for next season. He's had a fantastic year with Leeds and the loan worked well for everyone. Uh, Leeds achieved their objective of promotion and Ben got really good experience, so everybody won. Um, We rated him highly. Uh, I followed his career personally from when he was at Newport and Peterborough. I'm aware of him at Swansea and would probably have tried to sign him while I was still there. 
We like him a lot. He's a really good player, and thankfully he is our player. He'll be back with the rest of the group for preseason ahead of next year, and he will be competing for a place in the side like everybody else. Great news for us. Um, I think this news story really just confirms everything that I said a couple of weeks ago. Uh, if there's one bet you can put on i know there's probably not a market for it but if there's one bet you can put on you can put a bet on ben white not being a leeds player next season uh whether he will be an albion player is very different altogether um there's still a gut feeling that someone much bigger than us may well come in with a lot of money and snap him up um fits the homegrown mold very highly rated caught a ton of plaudits this season uh it worries me that a team like chelsea uh may well come in with a lot of money and buy him um they have had a year off of transfers as well remember so they probably have a fair amount saved up so hopefully um we can keep him especially when you've got to consider um some players will probably be on the out uh outgoing list shane duffy amongst them in my opinion uh ben white will have a spot in which he can definitely earn himself a place. And if we were to revert to a back three, uh, which we've seen Graham Potter likes, he's used it a fair bit at the beginning of the season, uh, and definitely hasn't been afraid to go back to that throughout games, um, I think that we may well see a lot of Ben White next year if he was to stay with us. We shall see. Um, elsewhere, before we get to the Newcastle game, um, player of the season. Um, it is now time. You can open. The voting is now open. Uh, the lines are available. You can now head online uh, and vote for your player of the season. Um, there are plenty of candidates of them, uh, but for me, there's only one that stands out, and that's Lewis Dunk. Club captain, uh, after taking the mantle from Bruno, wonderfully so. Um, I think he has been an exemplary player. Uh, I, I just can't imagine that it's going to be anybody else, and I don't think it should be anybody else. Um, I think he's been fantastic this year. Uh, I mean, he's played almost every game barring. I think he got a one-game ban uh, earlier on because of the yellow cards. But, you know, three goals, three assists, only nine yellow cards this season. Excellent stuff. You know, he's he's grown on in leaps and bounds, as always. Um, he's 28 now, and he continues to improve. Uh Anybody who thinks he's not a player that can, you know, tackle, uh, or rather not tackle, but pass the ball, you know, 87.1% pass accuracy, uh, his long balls, 4.6 long balls a game that are average, uh, 0.4 key passes a game. This is an incredibly good player at his position um, for our team, for the tenure he has had with us. You know, I think he is just a fantastic player. Um, and to me, there's nobody... Uh, that that comes close for my player of the season. Um, Lewis Dunk, uh, my vote has been cast. Uh, you are by far and away the player of the season for me. Um, there were a couple of others that I thought about for a moment. Um, of them, there were three others that stood out. Uh, Matty Ryan, I think, has had an excellent season as well. Um, he has had some fantastic performances. Uh, you know, I mean, that world-class save against Southampton. Um, just today, the NBC Sports commentator said he believes that's his save of the season from Vestergaard. Uh, he probably has a point. I can't remember too many that have been better than that. Uh, certainly not one from, from Matty that I can consider better than that. Uh, I thought it was just superb. Uh, somebody else, Dan Byrne. 
would probably be my third place option. Matty Ryan is probably an honourable mention. Uh, Dan Byrne, third place to me. Uh, this is a man that came in not unknown. Of course, we knew about him, but, you know, we had no idea what he could do. And the man has essentially played left back for almost the entire season as a six foot seven centre half and been superb at it. Uh, it's tough not to appreciate everything Dan has done. I'm sure he'll be playing a pretty major role next season too. Um, he is somebody that has obviously progressed insanely under Graham Potter. Um, and I think that, you know, it's a no-brainer that he would be amongst those names uh, under Lewis Dunk that could possibly, you know, take a runner-up spot. Um, for me, runner-up is pretty obvious, uh, Neil Mopai. You know, he's finished as our top goalscorer in his first season in the Premier League ever. He's only 23. Um, we lost one very uh, spicy Frenchman and got in another one. Uh, and we've also never lost when Mopai has found this target, which is quite wild. Um, and, you know, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have been scoring that last-minute goal uh, against Arsenal. We wouldn't have been retiring Guendouzi. Uh, you know, I think that Mopai has been fantastic and of all the players on there he was the one that stood out as maybe the the closest that ran Donkey the closest but ultimately it wasn't even really close enough uh, Lewis is by far and away my player of the season and it seems by social media that I'm not alone in that thought uh, final story um, is that Graham Potter has confirmed that Shilotto will be leaving uh, former Atalanta and Sporting Lisbon defender uh, joined us two years ago and will now be leaving uh, the club to go back to probably go back to Italy. Um, he has been very well and truly beaten out of his starting right back spot uh, by Tarek Lamptey, deservedly so. I think he's been superb. Um, and, you know, although I don't think he ever really reached the heights he wanted to or any of us wanted him to, uh, he did play a couple of crucial games in there. Um, he had a couple of injuries that really hurt him, but ultimately I don't think he was ever going to be uh, good enough to be a constant fixture in a Premier League side, um, which is a shame. And, you know, he is always the person that made Zaha cry, which is always nice. Um, and, you know, I'm sure he will not struggle to find another team uh, because he's, you know, he's been playing in Serie A most of his career. Um or rather his recent career, and I'm sure he'll do excellently. Um, I'm sure he will go on to continue to make plenty of appearances. He's, what, 31, I think? So fair play to him. Good luck. Uh, and I hope you continue to do really well um, because the Zaha piece will always crack me up. Um, moving on to the game itself today. Uh, Brighton versus Newcastle. Late kickoff for you guys. Uh, and what an absolute shit show it was to be honest um it's a good job it wasn't any later in my opinion you know we in in the u.s it kicked off at 1 p.m uh so that would be of course six o'clock for you all i'm sure if it had kicked off at any later any later at eight or nine you're probably going to be asleep by half time because it was absolutely shocking almost just choked on just air i'm not sure why that happened <coughs> excuse me all right so uh, match stats, or rather kind of the overhaul uh, or the overview. Um, we reverted back to a 4-2-3-1 formation today. A very, very narrow one. Um, 
We played Burn at left back, Lamptey at right back, Webster and Donk in the middle. Webster was ruled fit, of course, uh, when it was unsure if he would be after that clash with Ryan uh, in the last game against Saints. Uh, Dale Stevens and Bissouma uh, as kind of the holding midfield duo. Davy Proper dropped to the bench. Quite a surprise at the time, in my opinion. Uh, and then we had a kind of front four group of Moy, Trossard, Gross and Mopai. Um, in my opinion, rather uninspiring front four. And my reason for that is that we have very little width and almost no pace at all. Um, Moy and Gross are two of the slowest players in the Premier League in terms of attacking players. Um, and playing them both in the same side, for me, I've said it already, they just should never happen. You should never have Gross and Moy in the same side. I hope that this is the last we ever see of it. It drives me up the wall. Um, and neither of them can play together. There's no chemistry, there's no pace, there's no anything. It's just bad. Um, so I hope that we don't have to see that again. Uh, Newcastle lined up with about eight men at the back. Um, and Steve Bruce was uh, telling Porkies, he said that he had basically nobody fit. Um, and then proceeded to only make two changes since his last game. So... Why Steve Bruce decided to try and play some Jose Mourinho mind games for game 37 that meant very little to each team is beyond me. Uh, but whatever makes you happy, I suppose. Um, and yeah, it, it played like game 37 that meant nothing really to either team. Um, it was pretty similar to the first Newcastle game at St. James's Park, although we had a little less of the ball this time. Um, and it was very even for the most part, you know. Um, we dominated the ball, but not much so in chances. Uh, we had 11 shots. They had 12. We had three on target. They had one. Uh, we had 62% possession of the ball. Um, they had, obviously, 37. Uh, our pass success rate was much better, 88% to their 77%, um, and double the amount of accurate passes than they had. Uh, we had 531 total passes, with 467 being accurate. And they only had 241 accurate passes. Uh, key passes, nine apiece. Um, dribbles, they had 10 to our six. Uh, I'm so sure it will surprise absolutely nobody to learn that Alan St. Maximum was the man with the most. Uh, five successful dribbles. You take him out of the equation and everything's pretty similar. Um, and aerials won. We were 15 to 15. Uh, tackles won. We were 12 to 15. Uh, Almiron did a lot of work for Newcastle in that middle of the field. Corners, we won nine corners to their seven. Uh, Pascal Gross, it was a strange set of corners from him. Um, and the reason being is because he got an awful lot of them in a good area and nobody was there to focus on it. So either the players in the box weren't doing their job on terms of where, where they thought the ball was coming in, or Gross was not putting the ball in where the players expected it. Um, so I'm not sure why that was. Uh, unusual, though, for Pascal Gross. You know, five corners, 33% accuracy, not great. Uh, and we were dispossessed 13 times to their nine. Again, bang average. Um, nothing really to report. 13 fouls to their 12. Uh, they did make one pretty key error, uh, Matt Ritchie, that almost resulted in a goal um, and almost definitely would have been a penalty if Neil Mopai had stayed down early on in that first half uh, on about, you know, 
I think just before the half hour mark, um, the ball came in. Uh, Matt Ritchie somehow managed to throw himself over the ball with no touch of it um, and was then kind of on the floor and tripping Mopai up, but Mopai was too hungry and would not let it drop. Uh, if he would have just carried on and, you know, fell on the floor and stayed on the floor, he probably would have won a pen for it, um, but he didn't. So, alas, nil-nil draw it was destined to be. Um, the subs were made at a pretty good time, uh, I thought. You know, I thought that everything de- we definitely needed a change, and I think we did the right thing. Gross and Moist straight off, Solly March and Alexis McAllister on, uh, just before the hour mark and then we went ahead and made another bunch of changes a little bit further on Mopai and Basuma off for Proper and Murray uh, it was a strange substitution because I'm not sure why Murray came uh, Mopai came off felt like it would have been more sensible to keep him on uh, but obviously we wanted to try and see out the game uh, and then with about five minutes to go we brought on Shane Duffy for Tarek Lamptey uh, may well be Shane Duffy's last appearance for the Albion in my opinion we shall see though uh, big move for them really that changed the game was Andy Carroll coming on um, he looked very dangerous in the air even with our aerial superiority he caused us no end of problems um, and you know it was one of those games where you could see him absolutely scumbag in a goal at the end but luckily we, we kept it together in terms of player stats um, you know People that stand out, Adam Webster, thought he played very well today. Two shots, one on target, 88.3% pass accuracy. Not many people were better off than that. Uh, Won five aerials, more than anybody else. Uh, 92 touches of the ball. Uh, Only Lewis Dunk had more. Um, And the shot he did take was superb. Um, I thought it was an excellent shot. Uh, Scared the crap out of Dubravka and forced a save out of him that, you know, on another day could have easily have really screwed it up and punted it into his own net so fair play Webster uh, you weren't supposed to be fit for this one and you came out and were probably one of our best players today uh, Dan Byrne I thought played pretty well um, you know given that I consider St. Maximum an incredibly good player uh, Dan Byrne did an outstanding job on keeping him almost entirely quiet uh, it is not very often you hear that um, and then Somebody else who stood out actually today, I thought Dale Stevens had a pretty good game. Um, he has looked incredibly off the pace over the last couple of weeks um, when he has come on, but today was much better from him. Uh, he even took a shot, which was shocking. Uh, a couple of successful dribbles. Um, I thought he was pretty solid defensively. Two tackles, two interceptions, uh, three clearances. You know, he's very much in and amongst the, the top stats, third, fourth on all of these. Um, I thought he did really well. Uh, no complaints, to be honest. Uh, I thought he was pretty good. Offensively, though, shocking. Um, you know, I thought that Pascal Gross was piss poor. Um, I thought he was incredibly ineffective. Uh, no pace, no real ability to affect the game. Um, Aaron Moy was no better. In fact, at least Aaron, at least Pascal Gross, I feel, had more touches of the ball um, in terms of in dangerous areas. You know, I thought he was slightly more involved um and indeed he slightly was it was 38 touches to Aaron Moy's 35 um but overall I thought both of them were incredibly poor uh Trossard Pascal Gross and Neil Mopai all ended up with two key passes each uh Solly March and David Proper with one but again Aaron Moy zero zero key passes zero shots uh defensively he didn't do anything special either one tackle 
um, you know, it, there wasn't many others that had much, you know, much less. You know what I mean? Uh, McAllister also had a tackle, so he didn't really stand out doing anything special. Um, and to me, like you just can't anymore. You just cannot start both players at the same time. Just no. Don't do it. Um, but most importantly, we're now safe. Massive. 38 points, as I thought at the beginning of the season and have thought every season, 38 points is the magic number. Uh, if we can make 38 points, we will almost definitely be safe. Um, especially in recent years where the, the point total seems to go down and down and down. Um, and it has proven so again this year. Um, I th thought he was absolutely, you know, no complaints. I thought that Potter was superb this season. Uh, he's had a lot going on in his life and the Albion have had a lot going on in terms of uh, changing an entire footballing philosophy overnight. And he learned, he adapted, he grew, and he found a way to win points at its most crucial time um, when it wasn't the pot away. Uh, he adapted and did what he needed to do to get those points against Arsenal, against Norwich, against Southampton, against you know Newcastle. He played a game and a style that worked. Um, and all of those draws that we ground out are now coming back and showing that we did the right thing um, and Potter has done a good job. So for all those analysts that tell us to be careful what we wish for, um, well, we are now two points better off than we were last season with a game to go. Uh, we, If we were to win against Burnley next week, we would have our highest points total of the last three years. Um, for those of you who, or rather the analysts who said that we did not spend wisely, uh, our two top scorers were Neil Mopai and Leandro Trossard, two players who we signed this offseason, just gone. Um, and, you know, for those who said that we should not trust a manager who has no Premier League experience, um, as I just said, we're, we're one win away from having the highest points total of the last three years, and we're already better than last year. Um, I see very little to be upset about other than dedicating 90 minutes to watching that absolute shit show that we watched the other day, uh, today, because it was awful. Um, other reasons to be cheerful, Steven Alzate, when he comes back fit, seems like somebody who can absolutely make a difference in that midfield group. Um, and, you know, Tarek Lamptey has came on in leaps and bounds. Bissouma is probably going to be a key player for us next year. Um, and I think there's going to be a lot of busy, busy work in the transfer window. Pretty short pod, actually, this week, unsurprisingly, uh, 22 minutes. But that is all from me. Uh, we will be back. We will be back with a pod on Monday for episode 89 to cover the Burnley game. Probably short and sweet again. And then we'll be, we will be back Tuesday, the day after, with our end of season round table. Um, I have a couple of guests lined up. And we will kind of shoot shit, talk about the talk about the you know the um, the season the thoughts the feelings how corona impacted it how financially things may well go in the premier league and the transfer window um from people who are incredibly you know educated in this in these areas um so we shall all speak next week uh and yeah be safe and have a good week and we will speak monday and tuesday be safe <laughs>